Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of TR Clubhouse. My name is Monica, and today I have two special guests today. Who wants to go first in introducing themselves? I'll Hanin. go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name is Hanin Sharif, and I'm part of um, the board for Students for Justice in Palestine. And then I'm Joshua Fatahi, and then I'm the president for Students and Justice in Palestine. Gotcha. Okay. So for your guys' club um, that we're going to be interviewing today, um, what is pretty much the main goal or mission, if you guys can kind of summarize what your club does? So um, I think like there's kind of two goals, um, mm -hmm. or three, actually. Um, we kind of follow the tenets of BDS. Um, so our main three goals would be the end of the occupation, um, the in, in Palestine, and then the end of the blockade of Gaza, and then um, the right of return for Palestinians. Perfect. Okay. And so for this specific club, why do you feel it's important to have it at CSUF? And from that, what is it mainly that you're trying to educate to our students? Um, I think a goal of CSUF is to educate students about the occupation since it's not really taught in the curriculum or even um, spoken about mm -hmm. in media that's very one-sided so um, mm -hmm. it's just to educate students basically because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know um, and when we do our events and our meetings it's a lot of a lot of students that come are like oh my god I didn't know this was happening or they hear the other side of the mm -hmm. story so we're just talking about one side that isn't spoken about. Got you. Okay, and then for me, for example, when um, I was talking to Ariba, because obviously I know you guys were in contact with her, because I was trying to get more ideas of what clubs we should have on campus, and she had recommended you guys, and I was like, oh, well, what do they do? And she pretty much told me the same thing you guys said, and then I realized I actually don't really know what's going on in Palestine, like, at all, and I feel very oblivious to it. Like, I hear stuff about it always being brought up on Twitter, this and that, or I hear both sides bantering back, and I just genuinely don't know what's going on, and I'm not gonna lie, I know it's kind of wrong because there's people suffering, I just genuinely, I'm like, oh, no, I'm just gonna go back to sleep, or I'm gonna go to school because I have my own business to do. Mm -hmm. So, um, is there... I don't want to say quick facts because I feel like that kind of sometimes can belittle how big it is, but is there a way you can summarize it to people who pretty much don't know exactly what is going on like me to kind of explain the importance of why you guys have this club and what is pretty much what's going on over there that's very important for us to know? If I was going to describe um, what's happening in Palestine in like a few words, mm -hmm. I would say um, imagine if um, like an indigenous group was not only colonized, um, but then like violently like pushed from their land. And mm -hmm. then there was like an oppressive apartheid structure put in place to make sure that mm -hmm. they didn't return to their land. That's kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You could also say like in more simpler terms to like, you're living in a house, someone comes into your house and says, this is my house. They bulldoze it and you're forced to leave and you're never allowed to return back to your house that's like the simplest ways like they were kicked out of their home and they don't have the the right to return gotcha yeah. mm -hmm. so for your guys's club is it just um pretty much educating people like us about what is happening over there or do you guys do other alternative helping aid or are you mainly aiding within education itself so um sjp is really oriented towards education of college students. Um, so 
most of our solidarity work is teaching uh like the folks in our community basically mm -hmm. beautiful and for your guys this club is it new or has it been um going on here on campus for a while and if so how long oh i know that we have i think it's been t since 2010 um, oh wow okay yeah i think like a, a a group of um palestinian women uh started our organization and how did you guys end up figuring it out and how were, how did you guys from the beginnings get involved and then from there come to your guys's positions um so i transferred to costa floritan a year ago um i would just come to the meetings i attended their wall event and then a semester later i was on board <laughs> Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would just I would start it off as like a member. I think I was uh it was my freshman year, um so like three years ago or something. I mm. like walked by and uh, I heard like rap music that I like knew. It was like <laughs> it was this rapper named Loki. He's like a British Arab rapper. Uh, mm. I walked over and that was it. Went from there. They hooked you in from <laughs> there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> And so for your club in the sense of um, administering people, I guess, into your club, how does that really work? Like, is it more of just like anyone can show up? Because I know some clubs will do um, like a paid policy type thing where you need to buy a membership. Is it something like that? Or is it kind of just open to anyone at any time? Yeah, it's open to anybody. Yeah. Anyone yeah. can come and join. Yeah. And before the whole COVID-19 situation happened, um, were you guys just doing like weekly meetings or is it monthly meetings? How did those work out? So our meetings were bi-weekly. Bi so it was twice um, every month on Tuesdays at mm -hmm. 11.30 and we would, each week was dedicated for a different topic that we prepared for. Perfect. And how would like an average meeting kind of consist of um, from the time from what did you guys specifically do? Were there any type of games? Was it merely just kind of like just educational or having speakers? How did those work around? Um, most of our meetings are kind of like educational based. Um, so they kind of have like an icebreaker and then there's kind of like we generally would have some sort of like PowerPoint that we kind of went over. Um, mm -hmm. And then we would have like a lot of discussion. I know but we were trying to switch it up so i know that we had like some moot court um ideas that were gonna uh, occur later in the year or um i know we were gonna have some speakers but and then the last meeting we did was very heavily like member oriented where we had a lot of people share their stories so mm -hmm. we we have like a main structure but we like to switch it up sometimes perfect and for you i feel like we kind of already touched based on it but um one of the questions that I always ask people is why do you feel like this is important to have on campus? Because what does it give to students and how does it actually influence a CSUF campus? I know we kind of touched here and there from the other questions, but do you guys have another way to maybe paraphrase it or say it in like a better way? Honestly, I think SJP is important because um, people don't know what's going on. So a lot of people are oblivious or like they like don't really care. So it's, it's important for us to give students the opportunity to learn and educate themselves and it like it's, it's like very casual too so we're not like expecting anyone we're not um, forming our meetings with the expectation that like everyone is a professional or like who's super into like intellectual about it like it's mm -hmm. super casual so yeah especially since the media and like politics is not really in favor of us so it's just our opportunity to like raise our voices and have our voices heard. 
I would I would probably add just like a little tiny mm-hmm. thing, but um, mm-hmm. I think it's super important that we have um, SJPs on campus because like it once you start learning more about it, you kind of learn that like this isn't this isn't just something that's happening that like we have no control over. It's actually something that like America has a lot of control over. So it's kind of like a little bit of our responsibility to like mm-hmm. know about it and to like try and do something about it. Yeah, gotcha. And then for meetings, um, going back to that, obviously you guys kind of gave us a rundown on how like a typical meeting would go. But now with the whole COVID-19 situation taking over, um, I know a lot of clubs and obviously classes had to unexpectedly just change the whole curriculum. Um, for instance, Titan Radio, we kind of went MIA for a couple weeks because we were just like, okay, let's take a break. Had to cancel obviously a bunch of concerts we had worked so hard for a bunch of um, cool events that we had planned for people who were going to come and talk about their, you know, past with China radio because it was the 20th anniversary. And we kind of started to change the whole curriculum and figure out, okay, what's new? What can we do new? Um, should we even try? Are people even going to care? But for you guys, did you guys have to change anything specific or did you try to accommodate for the new virtual way of how people are interacting? Or are you kind of just taking this as a break to, brainstorm and just get ready for next semester um the week that we were not allowed to go on campus was um our apartheid week which was like probably a really big event for us so i'm we were pretty like taken aback like i can't believe this isn't happening um so we just took a break we weren't really um doing like meetings online or anything but we would repost a lot of informational stuff on our social media so our followers were were still getting educated but it wasn't something that like we were putting out ourselves um but like we hope to put some meetings out there before the semester ends or in the summer or something like that are you guys planning to do any like virtual hangouts or anything like that as of right now <laughs> I feel like it's really hard though because like yeah. honestly because obviously clubs are student run and then right now students mm-hmm. are like oh not only do you have to not go to class but now you have to like change everything virtually and it sucks for people mm-hmm. who maybe don't have computer access or maybe they have yeah. to go back to certain homes that aren't the best for them and it's just like it's a whole just getting blindsided yeah. and trying to figure it out it's pretty hard mm-hmm. so we're understand. still like recovering honestly. yeah it, it's gonna take a while <laughs> to like yeah. to just to figure out how to like accommodate for certain things because then mm-hmm. it happens so quick too where yeah. it was just like the emos are coming in slowly of like don't worry you guys don't worry don't worry and then I was like okay just kidding yeah we're canceling everything, <laughs> we're canceling yeah. everything. <laughs> and I was like wait wait hold up what do we do and yeah mm-hmm. it's it's pretty scary but um kind of going back to events um is there specific events that you guys have every semester by any chance and if so do you want to kind of highlight them now even if they did get canceled yeah so um i think if we we have one event that we do every semester which is our uh wall event um i don't know if you've seen the wall but um i think i have yeah yeah. it's the really big (laughs) it's the big one with all like the facts and stuff on it but that's one that we do every year and i think that we're gonna try and do IAW Israeli Apartheid Week every year, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're in collaboration. Oh no, 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 never mind. Oh, was that top secret stuff? 
Oh well, we I I don't think we I think Swana like CSUF is gonna do the Swana week from now on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll probably be doing it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We will help in collab. And so, is there any specific events that you guys are going to now push for next semester? Or was the wall event mainly the one that you just hope physically you guys are going to be able to do next semester? Um, yeah, definitely the wall event. Or we could always brainstorm events. Like, we always have ideas. Mm-hmm. So, maybe we'll bring a speaker. Maybe we'll do, like, a joint SJP thing with other clubs. Like, we're open to anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then I want to give this kind of a quick moment if you guys have any socials, if you want to plug them, um, either Twitter, IG, Facebook, is there anything specific that people can follow you guys on? We have our Instagram, which is SJPCSUF. Um, mm-hmm. That's probably like our main um, social media account. This program is sponsored by Rastaclat. Rastaclat is a bracelet company that focuses on those that inspire, do good for themselves, and do good for others. With a variety of colors, sizes, themes, and sports teams, there's a little something for everyone. Make your style statement by visiting their website at rastaclat.com. And don't forget to use our promo code CSUF20 for 20% off your purchase. Rastaclat. Seek the positive. Okay, and then these questions are going to be more of kind of your guys' personal, like, memories of the club. But yeah, yeah um, what is one of your guys' most memorable moments from being in the club? Hanin, do you want to go? I'll go. I think it was in my first semester transferring, and my first semester I was really quiet. I wouldn't really talk to anybody. I was just, like, that quiet person in the corner, mm-hmm. and, like, I don't know why, but I signed up to like show up to school at like 7 or 8 a.m to help build the wall (laughs) or the wall event and like it started sprinkling and like Mm. I don't know it was like super like symbolic I don't know like we were all like building this wall filled with like stats about Palestine it was raining and like the school was empty and it was just us and like that's when I felt like like yeah I it feels good to be here like this was really memorable for sure Mm -hmm. And you, Love Joshua? Um, see, I'm debating on whether or not to do like a good memory or do like a <laughs> do like a casual memory. You can do um, both if you want. Yeah, I'll do take both. both. I can do both. Okay, sick. Yes. Um, I'll start. I'll start with a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Um, so, um, what I think is really awesome, kind of about what about cam- campus climate right now, is that like we've faced a lot less like pushback, like last semester. Um, in the beginning of this semester, um, but we we used to get like a lot of pushback, especially from like um, like some off-campus groups. Um, mm-hmm. So I think one of my favorite moments was just like um, some like folks coming from off-campus while we were doing the wall and like coming to like basically yell at us. And um, I remember <laughs> our last <laughs> I remember our last presidents um, that uh, have graduated like just like shut shut it down like right away when like someone tried to start something now it's just like it's it's just like a teaching opportunity like a learning um moment mm-hmm. um like when something like that happens um and then like the good memory that i have um i would say that like i think one of my good moments um was like where we kind of like came together like as a community um um during the time right after like uh 
like the Christchurch shooting. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone kind of like came together. Like we organized like a vigil um, and we worked in collaboration, I think with MSA for that. Um, And like, it was just like a time where like everyone came together and then everyone was there to support each other as like Mm -hmm. students and as like, uh, like as like co like activists. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just felt like you had like a really big support group around you. And the next question is going to be, if your guys's club had unlimited funding, what would be one of the main thing you guys would want to do? I know it's a bit broad, but whatever. If there's like a certain event you guys wish you could have hosted or something you would want to invest in, what would that be? Um, I don't know, maybe our wall is pretty run down. It's been used and abused for like, I don't know how many years. Mm-hmm. And the stats are like kind of outdated. So we wanted like a good way to like update the stats with like paint and wood. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What would we want to do? <laughs> that's, that's probably like, I agree. That's probably like the number one thing we would do. Maybe like mm-hmm. another thing would be like, I know that y- you and me, Hanin, like, like a lot of the same, like, academics, so maybe we could mm-hmm. have, like, a, we could have, like, we could invite, like, Noam Chomsky or, like, Angela Davis down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, have a big banquet with, like, all the other local SJPs and invite, like, a big speaker. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the next question is, what celebrity would you guys want to represent your club? So, for instance, Titan Radio, when we did episode one, we did it, obviously, about Titan Radio. So, we asked ourselves, like, okay, who would perfectly represent us? And we thought Tyler, the creator, because obviously, one, music, mm. and then, two, just him being down to create anything. And that's kind of the mm-hmm. environment Titan Radio has. Um, so, for your guys' club, any celebrity, who would you want to mainly represent? I don't know. <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, I don't know. I mean, I like Angela Davis I guess like if I was gonna choose yeah if I was gonna choose a person um but that's also my personal bias of loving her but Mm -hmm. yeah she's cool that'd be cool if she represented us okay and then personally me I actually don't know too much about Angela Davis do you guys want to tell me some things that she mainly does because genuinely like it sounds familiar but I'm just like I don't know if I'm blanking just because I've been home all day and my mind's going crazy (laughs) you know Josh oh sure I know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she she's she's how i got into like uh learning about palestine she's mm-hmm. a uh she's an ex-member uh from the panthers um mm-hmm. and she is like a critical theorist so she does intersectional like theory so she talks about how like um the struggle of black folks of latinx folks and of palestinians mm-hmm. are kind of like and women are all just kind of like intertwined mm-hmm. um yeah, but she does, like, a lot of, like, um, speeches and stuff like that. I just looked her up, and yes, she does look very familiar. My mind was just fried, honestly. <laughs> okay, and then usually, um, depending on the host, we'll kind of ask this stuff either at the beginning or at the end. I kind of put it more towards the end, but for you guys specifically, um, what are you guys' majors here at CSUF? Kind of getting more of a feel of um, how you guys are. So I am a political science major and I'm minoring in international politics. Nice. And then you, Joshua? And then I'm a political science major um, and I'm minoring in criminal justice. 
Awesome. And why did you guys pick those majors? Was that something more of just like, oh, since, you know, being a little kid, you guys always wanted to do that? Or is that something like over time, you kind of came to that realization? I can't remember why I chose political science. I think I've just always been into politics. Mm -hmm. And I think the 2016 election was like a big factor in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why. I think I like... I, I've always kind of been into politics since I was like really young and um, I'm doing like law school after this. So I was like, I just want to pick oh, something nice. that, yeah, I was like, I want to pick something good. that I'll be good at. <laughs> <laughs> Are you good with like debating and stuff? I feel like that's the one personality trait I see in every person who always wants to be going into like law school or something like that. Yeah, he's good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I was a comm major for a while, um, especially when I went to community college, I got one of my AAs in that, and there was like a class that I could have taken it, and it was pretty much debate class, and I avoided it to like the best of my ability, because I'm the type of person where I'll get really heated in a conversation, and mm-hmm. actually in a debate, but I just, even though I'll have like the facts ready and stuff, if someone says something that it just like annoys me, I just go either crazy or I want to cry. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> I'm always just like, you know what? I don't think I could ever do anything in like politics and that type of stuff as much as I like, want to like, obviously be more involved and I'll find my ways to be more involved in other ways. But when it comes to like confrontation or just like having to debate with someone who's just so close-minded, mm-hmm. I just, like it just yeah. shakes me to my core and I just like want to, cry and just scream at the same time (laughs) I feel you it's hard to like remove yourself from the situation so especially being Palestinian and talking about like Palestinian struggles it's really hard to not be biased so Mm -hmm. everything is really personal so it's like inevitable for me to cry if I were ever to get into a debate or something yeah and see that's like the crazy thing when you find certain things that are going wrong in life, whether it's a certain group getting um, hurt or a certain minority thing or certain gender, whatever it is, when Mm -hmm. you find people who genuinely just don't give a damn, not in the sense of like, hey, I'm busy, I just can't, I don't have time for that, but in the sense of just like, I don't care, it's about me, 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 it just like boggles my mind, but then I feel like it also comes down to just pure empathy and like you bringing up the point where like it's hard not to make it personal but at the Mm -hmm. same time that's like what makes it more real it's like you Mm -hmm. going through those things personally to understand wow this sucks so if someone's going through something similar even if it's not the same thing as me but it's through the same type of discrimination it's like crazy when you see someone who's like well I just don't care and it's like oh because you've never gone through it Mm -hmm. it's just like and it just kind of yeah. hurts because it's always those people who are like, oh, you're just overreacting and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. you're just like, you don't understand. Yeah. And that's what makes it more exactly. hard to debate yeah. because they genuinely have never gone through something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it doesn't matter. They're always going to be like, no, 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 you. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> it's just exactly. like frustrating. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, back to uh, CSUF <laughs> questions, I guess. Um, why did you guys pick CSUF? So for instance, for me, I brought up how I've always wanted to go mainly to more of a Cal State. I came from the community college upbringing. That definitely opened my eyes to realizing how, um, you know, education is really what you make of it. And every school is a pretty good school as long as like you put into like the hard work. Um, and mm-hmm. Thankfully, I had a good major um, department 
at CSUF because I um, am a film major, so I knew I was good with not having to go to a private school to get a better education. But for mm -hmm. you guys specifically, why did you guys pick CSUF? Honestly, it wasn't my first choice. I came from a community college. Like, um, I wanted to go to UCLA. So, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I didn't actually end up applying, but since in community college, I didn't have my friends, so I had to make a lot of, like, my homegirls, I didn't have them with me. So all of them went to CSUF, so I'm like, F it, like, I'm just going to go there just to, like, find people that I, I know will be there waiting for me, mm -hmm. will, like, help me maneuver around the system, and it was a pretty good decision. No regrets. <laughs> you, Joshua? Um, I, I was looking at some places, I was looking at a bunch of different places that I would, like, take, like, what I had, um, yeah. and like looking at CSUF I really liked like that it was like a really big community but like it like wasn't that like gigantic of a campus um mm -hmm. that's something that I've always liked about our campus yeah. it's funny when people would always be like oh my god this campus is so small and I came from RCC and that was already kind of big so I was like mm -hmm. what do you guys mean it's small I can't find this one class and then now <laughs> I'm like about to graduate I'm like oh yeah this thing's tiny yeah <laughs> <It's so tiny. laughs> And what years are you guys, by any chance? I forgot to ask that. Um, I'm a fourth year, starting next semester, so I'm about to be a fourth year, yeah. So that'll be, your, like, your last year, right? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And then, same, I'm a third year right now, but I'll be a fourth year next semester. And then the next question is, do you guys have any interesting facts or hobbies you guys are probably really into? For instance, um, you know, the always icebreakers you guys hear in every, like, first day of class um I hate those to a passion but I finally found one that I've stuck to for many years and it was I was born yellow because I had jaundice as a kid so do you guys have any interesting facts that no one will know about maybe like a hobby you're like super into those types of things I feel like I'm just really boring because of this quarantine I can't <laughs> think of anything interesting um can you think of something Josh until I think of something <laughs> Yeah, I play, I play, I play, I read and I play guitar and it's right here. Nice. <laughs> How long have you been playing your guitar? Um, since like middle school, middle mm -hmm. school. Yeah. Or like elementary school. Dang. Mm -hmm. So it's been a while. And are you like really active in it or? My, I like started cause my dad made me do it. So then mm -hmm. I like, then I didn't like it. <laughs> but then I actually like started liking to do it on my own so mm -hmm. during during summer I normally have time too but I think I have more time to do it now mm -hmm. nice. I could say I picked up a hobby mm -hmm. um I started cross stitching it's a very traditional type of thing mm -hmm. that Palestinians do and other um people do so I've been just spending my time doing that honestly it's pretty cool <laughs> And then correct me if I'm wrong, is cross-stitching the one, I feel like I always see it on Instagram, if it is that, it's kind of where like you put that, oh my god, how do I explain it? It's like a piece of fabric and then you put like kind of that border around it and then you can like embroider things kind of. Yeah, thing. here, let, so let, me, is, let me show you what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it. Because <laughs> I've wanted to do stuff like cute patterns and like old t-shirts and stuff like that to kind of like zhuzh them up, but it baffles my mind how people do it oh my god that's so cool did you like learn off of just like family members or did you learn off of just like looking up like you know youtube videos since we're a bit more free right now 
honestly like my mom and her mom like in my family they all do like cross-stitching outfits like mm-hmm. traditional costume outfits and I'm like 21 and I don't know how to do it <laughs> so I'm like might as well like live up to my family's mm-hmm. expectations <laughs> is it like sewing where like you have to go like in and out and around yeah or is it literally just stabbing because I feel like people no, I don't know in and I, out uh, oh so that takes a while huh yeah it takes hours to do like a design I mean, I guess right now is, like, the best time to do it, because then yeah. you get, like, really focused on, like, one little thing, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's been three hours, perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to think. Those are pretty much all the questions we really asked for this. I'm trying to think of anything else. Is there anything else you guys kind of want to talk about, whether club-related or quarantine-related? What have you guys been doing during be quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to school. <laughs> I know I feel like the saddest email we've gotten so far was when they're like oh psych we're not coming back at the end of what was it April yeah was it May I was just like oh, I knew it but mm-hmm. I don't want it to be true yeah <laughs> yeah are you guys very repetitive I know I feel like it's yeah. what is it like Groundhog Day where it's like the same day uh-huh. over and over yeah. again yeah are you guys also like changing up your sleeping patterns because I feel like during school I'd wake up at latest like nine or ten and then now it's like two in the afternoon and I'm still so (laughs) tired yeah like I legit will get over 10 hours of sleep and I feel exhausted Mm -hmm. and I'm like what is this I feel like it should be the opposite Mm -hmm. I'm like slowly trying to change it back I've been taking like melatonin pills I'm like forcing myself to just wake up early and then stay up so then I can be really sleeping like go to bed earlier Mm -hmm. it's so hard it is hard it's hard (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm also like trying not to drink coffee but then if I don't I'm just like I'm <laughs> so tired <laughs> that's me today I woke up I think the latest I woke up today was like around 12 so I'm like slowly trying to go back into my schedule mm-hmm. um but I'm also like trying to do like intermediate fasting or else I know I'm just gonna eat like everything in my pantry because I'm so bored mm-hmm. so I have to oh, like yeah. wait 16 hours so I yeah. tell myself oh because I had, like, a late snack at night, so I broke the whole, like, trend, uh-huh. so I couldn't eat anything until three, but I've been cleaning all day, because I was like, oh, there's nothing else to do, so I'm just gonna go clean the kitchen, because it's dirty, <laughs> and now it's four, and I still haven't ate anything, and it's just, like, Same. I haven't eaten anything either. <laughs> like, I'll either be super hungry at, like, a certain time, randomly, or I'm just, like, mm-hmm. I'm not hungry at all, and I'm just gonna yeah. just wait it out. <laughs> Until lunch or dinner, whatever happens. Yeah. Right, or until like someone actually cooks something, and you're like, "Oh, thank you, I'm gonna eat." This. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and then if you guys can repeat your socials one more time, I think it was just was it? Yeah, our Instagram, Instagram is at SJPCUF. So yeah, thanks you guys so much for listening and being a part of this. We're gonna try to have some more clubs come on and also tell their kind of how their meeting schedules are going to be on for either um, this semester of the remaining time or for next semester. And we'll have a new club next week. So I will hear, not hear from you guys. You'll hear from me next week. Bye.